Hey there, I'm Leah Party, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Hello and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. Today's episode is taken from an Instagram live that I did recently with my friend and doula, Vicki McWilliams. She's incredible and obviously we have so many just so good, so deep conversations in person as friends and we recently had like this the most epic conversation in one of our energetic birth preparation calls because I was doing her program. And I was like, okay, we need to, this conversation has to be put out there. Right. And so we decided to do a live and I have the recording here for you to listen to. So just so you know, the audio isn't perfect. There's definitely some hiccups with the audio here, but it's worth it to hear this conversation. I'm sure I'll be bringing Vicky back on my podcast again soon. And you can find everything about her in the show notes, links to her Instagram and her website and everything like that. Okay. Enjoy the live. Thank you guys for joining Shameless Womanhood. Vicky, introduce yourself and kick us off with the conversation that we had. And, um, let people hear it. Sure. Yes. Hello, everybody. So I'm Vicki. I do energetic birth preparation. I'm a birth doula. And I also teach some yoga at a few local studios here in Pittsburgh. And yeah, so Leah and I were on a energetic birth preparation session a few weeks ago. And I dove into the subject um, that I also kind of recently was brought to my attention. And I just found it so fascinating. So Essentially, what we're getting into is, as a woman, we have three kind of main phases of life. So we have our maiden phase, our mother phase, and our chrome phase. And each of these phases are marked by a rite of passage. Um, And so the one that we're focusing on today is becoming the maiden. So the rite of passage accompanying this transition is... Um, your first bleed, so your first menstrual cycle, when you go from being kind of just child um, and into womanhood, into the maiden phase of life. And we're discussing how the way in which you experience this transition and this rite of passage can and will influence not only the rest of your life, the way that you view yourself as a woman in society, the way you view your body, the way you view sex, um, and the way you experience then all, uh, what's the word? Like like all the next uh, rites of passages to come. So it can really influence you um, and it's a big deal and kind of celebrating these rites of passage have been has been lost in our Western worlds. You might see in other cultures kind of more of a celebration of becoming a woman, but here we really don't. Um, So, you know, if you think about your your first period, the first time you bled and kind of what surrounded it and how those around you 
responded to it? You know, were you feeling safe? Were you feeling informed? Were you feeling celebrated? Or were you feeling shamed, hidden, confused, um, embarrassed? And I know for most of us, it's kind of those latter things. Um, and then you can kind of directly see how that has then influenced the way you think about yourself in society as a woman. Um, are you feeling embarrassed of your body, of your sexuality, of the way you move through the world? Do you feel like you need to hide? Um, yeah, do you feel private about your, I mean, not that being private about your sex life is bad, but to a point of like, you know, like scared, like in fear of. Um, yeah, so that was kind of the discussion we got into. And I think it's really fascinating. Do you have anything to add there, Leah? Anything it made you think of or the way you experienced your first bleed and, and any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, it's so interesting. And there's so many different factors that go into it because of course, like as women, there's just so much, like it goes back to the witch wound, right? Because before, before witch craft or like witch, what is it, the witch trials and, and stuff like that, women were worshiped, you know? And, um, or at least like not seen as like a fucking burden and seen as like um, gross and all this stuff, especially around like periods and childbirth and everything like that. And there's a lot that goes into it, but I, I really thought it was interesting to think about like the first period because yeah, like, the way society approaches it, like TV and just boys' reactions to it and things like that. Um, yeah, it's typically, it's definitely not celebrated. It's definitely hidden. Mm -hmm. And why would we hide it is because there's shame there. Like so much goes into us then, like I know so many women who struggle with feeling comfortable even like masturbating, even like touching themselves, looking at their vagina in a mirror, like having sex like discomfort around that as adults could stem from so many things but i think this is definitely one of them because the way that we're treated at that like such sensitive time when we all of a sudden like i was 10 when i got my first period so i was like super young um and i wasn't treated badly like my mom gave me books about it and talked about it and was supportive but it definitely like was like vulnerable and confusing and all these things so it's just such an interesting thing to think about and i wonder if anybody who is watching feels like putting anything in the comment box about like anything you experienced at that time or anything you took away from like society's you know the way that people talk about it on tv or anything like that that you maybe have been affected by um we could share that too because it's so interesting yeah and while we wait like i'll just add you know like it's so great that your mom like at least somewhat educated you and gave you books and i know that for everyone it's really not the case like sometimes we are so in the dark and we're so embarrassed and like feel just really scared to talk to anybody let alone our parents about it and it's like it's not a safe subject you know it's something that we feel maybe dirty about or yeah just really insecure about um and that just directly influences the rest of your life and the way you view the world. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's really interesting. And I know that that can also directly relate then to those, you know, subsequent rites of passage. If you experienced your first period with a lot of shame and a lot of embarrassment, it's likely that you'll also experience your birth that way because like that's what you've been taught, that's what you've learned so far.
Oh, we have a comment. Let's see what it says. I remember all my friends getting their period before me and feeling like I was so behind and left out when all my friends would talk about it. I felt so naive and behind with it. Yeah, that makes me think of something too. I was also really late. Oh my God, it's when I was so old. <laughs> and I felt so embarrassed about that as well. Um, but it's also because it's kind of like, it's, of course it's direct, directly linked to like sex because that means like your body's ready to have a baby, right? Um, but it, we are so overly sexualized at that age that that is all it becomes about. And imagine if we lived in a world where instead of that being the case, it was almost like we sat down with our moms and we got to learn about this. And they were like, we're so excited for you to enter into this next phase of your life. And here's all this information about it. And this is something to celebrate. And it means so much more than, you know, just becoming sexualized essentially um yeah thank you for sharing yeah and i even feel like it starts like before that you know because like i'm reading all these parenting books and it's interesting even just the way that they they, they suggest things like if you're changing diapers like don't don't act like it's gross don't make noise like don't be like ew nasty like because you're teaching your child essentially obviously through your own good intentions but you're teaching them like you know being a human is gross your private parts are gross we use names for private parts that aren't real that are like made up because that that's why why would we do that because we're not supposed to talk about it or there's some shame or some hidden secret about our penises and vaginas and whatever um and yeah and i and i and like for a lot of us too like i don't know sometimes i tell people this and they're like what the fuck and sometimes they're like oh yeah me too but like i was masturbating at like four or five <laughs> and of course didn't know to do that in private because i was a little kid and so um it's not like my parents were like even angry but they they were it was just like there was shame like i felt shame around it i felt oh i'm doing something bad yeah. Right. It didn't mean to make me feel that way. I think people just don't know how to react when that happens, right? So, yeah, um, yeah it definitely made me feel, I definitely remember feeling like, oh, I can never talk about my body parts. I have to always, everything down there is like a big secret. Like I just, you know, and so um, it can start really young with feeling like it's not safe to talk about it. And then like I'd have these retreats and these women come who were like in their 30s and we have these like wild open conversations like which Vicky and I have the like the intention of making this like and people are like this is the first time I've ever felt comfortable talking about this sex mm -hmm. whatever and I'm like holy shit like that's so sad that we don't have the base to feel safe talking about normal human functions yeah and I think it's just interesting to think about like how young that can start like okay already from a very young age a lot of us are feeling really embarrassed and ashamed about this part of ourselves and then you know our hormones rise 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 and we get our first menstrual bleed and it's more of the same we feel uh oh this is bad this is wrong this is dirty we shouldn't talk about this and then we just kind of let that continue through the rest of our lives and that can have a lot of different outcomes for people but i think that there would be so much more like sacredness um and 
just honoring like there would be so much more sacredness if we honored these very natural instances within ourselves as opposed to kind of like brush them aside oh that's not okay to talk about that's not polite um yeah imagine imagine the difference mm -hmm. you know even just confident level confidence levels and the way we approach the world like just not feeling ashamed and feeling this like this is natural this is a part of me this is something i share with every other woman around me like bringing us together uniting us stronger and instead we're all super embarrassed to talk about it you think you're oh she's unpolite if she talks about it yeah it would it would really i think it would increase bonds between sisterhood it would elevate our lives so much honestly yeah 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 i feel like it took me up until a few years ago to feel comfortable talking with my own husband about sex yeah which is, seems so crazy but it's just this thing that we have the whole the whole womanly experience from periods and masturbation to sex and all these things and then childbirth it is there's so much shame around all of it and mm -hmm and disgust and like I don't know so um, what do you think women can do like looking at their past like what are some things they can do to kind of help them like release some of that shame yeah so I would honestly go back and just journal about it like write out journal about your first experience about how it made you feel about how the responses of others in your life made you feel and kind of start to almost reparent yourself you know um start to reframe some of those things like just writing it out for yourself like i am sacred this is a sacred act like i am beautiful like this is natural you know just start kind of reparenting yourself and you know if you feel called you can even drop down into meditation and take yourself back to that time and meet your younger self you know and maybe even invite in like a a parent figure that feels um safe and have them respond in the way in which you would have preferred um you know kind of helping to rewrite your subconscious a little bit and yeah kind of take back some of that sovereignty and, and some of that experience that really should have been such a beautiful celebration if it wasn't um yeah mm -hmm. i love that so much yeah i know like when we had this conversation on our call we were like we're gonna have a part like we're gonna celebrate with our daughters like when they get their periods you know it like to their comfort level of course but make it a celebration like and and not make it this weird hush yeah absolutely it's the impact of making things hush hush yeah absolutely and if you do have a daughter like that's going to be so healing as well in and of itself so set up some type of little ceremony um some celebration that works for you to help transition her into this new phase of life and celebrate with her um and you could even do that for yourself hold a even if you you know aren't in this phase at all anymore hold a little maiden ceremony for yourself and just give yourself that little celebratory space that you maybe didn't get when you were younger and i think that could be really healing as well mm -hmm.
Yeah. Yeah. Other thing I feel like getting into conversations with other women, you know, get yourself into circles and spaces where these conversations are being had and or just be the person to bring it up with a friend and, and start talking about these things because what you'll probably find is other people want to have these conversations now some people obviously are super uncomfortable with it but um mm -hmm. but that's also like so what was it recently i think it was another thing we did with with like journaling or something at one of our co-working days we were saying like when we're vulnerable that in itself is healing mm -hmm. and so being the person to bring up these conversations that seem a little out there, but that every other woman is probably dying to have. Mm -hmm. That's so healing too. Yeah, it is. And even if you don't get, you know, that deep dive conversation yet, it can even just plant that seed for people. And maybe the next time around they'll be like, Hey, I've actually been thinking about what you said and I feel ready now to have that conversation. And yeah, that's been so, so, so healing for me to have women like Leah who are just so fearless and so brave and, you know, just not scared to bring up these kind of more taboo conversations and, and normalizing them. Um, yeah, it's, it's so important and it feels so good. And so, um kind of like i said before just like bonding like it really it really makes you feel so connected um and affirmed in kind of your experiences and how honestly really similar a lot of our, our experiences are yeah yeah and when we start to like bring up these conversations and create that like safe space for for other women to then be able to bring up something that's going on with like their sex life and their marriage and what they're struggling with or whatever um yeah it just it just creates this ability for us to have like these much more intimate and deep relationships with one another and friendships mm -hmm. but but um like who else was watching sex in the city you know and saying i want that yeah. i want those friendships yeah and about everything and you can just be open and um it can be really difficult to be the friend that brings up the deeper stuff and brings up the more vulnerable things and like i'm often that person and it is it is hard like it is uncomfortable like i'm sitting there and i'm like oh fuck, should i bring that up <laughs> <laughs> um but it's always healing yeah. and it's generally met with mm -hmm. me too mm -hmm. yeah yeah so important so good yeah, yeah. oh my gosh Oh, I literally have this conversation for hours and goes so in so many different directions with like the different areas where like shame comes up and, and all these things. But um, if anyone watching has any questions or wants to throw anything out there, get anything off their chest, feel free to like drop a note. But uh, yeah, I bet some people are feeling like, yeah, I felt that same way, you know, with, with the shame around whether it's masturbation or periods or childbirth, just feeling like that shame yeah i mean maybe starting to kind of connect the connect the dots and see how possibly the experience they had um when they did have that first bleed you know and and the responses they got from those around them maybe connecting those dots and seeing kind of how it started to shape and influence their life currently or any struggles they may have faced since then that kind of stem from that even just recognizing it is healing you know even just noticing and recognizing be like oh my gosh no wonder like that aha moment is just already super healing, I think so.
Yeah. Hopefully this helps spark that <laughs> in people. Yeah. Yeah. Just bringing up that self-awareness and being mm -hmm. like, oh, I can see where this is coming from. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, if any of you are in the pregnancy journey, like I am, hit Vicky up. She's my doula, my birth doula, and the birth prep program has been so helpful. Thank you for that, Lydia. <laughs> so sweet. So, Lydia said, it feels so scary to bring up these vulnerable things, worrying that the one around won't resonate and it'll make everything awkward. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It so is. And like that can totally happen. Like that's the risk I feel like is like it is possible um, that people are going to respond in a way that sucks and isn't validating. Yeah. And if it does, I do. If it does happen, just send me or Leah a message <laughs> yeah. and we'll have the conversation with you, make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. We're here to have those combos if you ever need, ever want. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you everyone for joining us and we'll catch you next time on Shameless Womanhood. Yay. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.